Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Bruce Bruce here on Sunday, April 23rd, 2017, for Ohio News. Here with Chip Winkleman. How are you doing tonight, Chip? Hey, I'm hanging in there, Bruce. How about yourself? Oh, I'm pretty well. Let, let's check in with Ron down there in Warren, Ohio. He has a story. Ron? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I can't, I can't sustain that. But <laughs> what is going on in Warren, Ohio on April 10th? That's just the 23rd. Warren, Isn't Warren, Ohio, Ohio where Slim Jesus is from? <laughs> is Slim Jesus from Warren, Ohio? Uh, somewhere in that. I don't know. Is that, I have, don't remember. I'll have somebody fact check. Up on my, Go ahead. Yeah, fact check what happened to Warren? Yeah, and I, I wonder where my fact checkers are. Where's my staff? Wait, okay, Warren <laughs> right. Ohio on April 10th. A woman arrested accused of taping herself having sex with dog. Ow. <laughs> this is just an accusation. <laughs> a woman accused of performing sexual acts on a dog pleaded not guilty in court Monday. Amber Finney, so look her up on Facebook, everybody. Amber Finney, she, check her out. She's got some pictures with dogs, too. <laughs> oh, boy. She's charged How with engaging in sexual conduct with animals. How, is, how embarrassing would it be? How embarrassing would it be to get arrested for having sex with a dog and your current Facebook profile picture is you with that dog? Yeah, the pictures of, with her dogs weren't very far away. <laughs> really quick. She was arrested for engaging in sexual conduct with animals. She was arrested Sunday night and is being held in jail. Sydney was arrested after workers at Walgreens called 911 to report recognizing the woman in the store as one who had been on TV for getting in trouble with animals. So I guess she has a history of this. Police said oh, wow. she found that she ran inside her home on Ward Street. She was hiding in a basement and crying. <laughs> well, that's all you could do. One police issued a arrest in January after a video surfaced showing a woman participating in a sex act with a dog. According to police, Finney said the video was fake. That's what anyone says. Fake news. <laughs> but last wow. time I warned, Warren, this is becoming an epidemic here. This is where the news story takes a big twist. Warren became oh. the first Ohio city to make bestiality illegal. Under the new law, the crime is considered a misdemeanor, <laughs> but would allow for the removal of the animals until the end of the investigation or trial. You know, until the animals say what happened to them. <laughs> you have to have a trial. <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. I would love to sit in on the, that trial. And the law stems from Salvador Rendon, who investigators say had sex with two dogs multiple times for six years. Oh my he was God. sentenced to 90 days in jail. <laughs> Police yeah. also said a 16-year-old boy admitted to having sex with a dog in Warren last year. <laughs> so, yeah. Man. So I guess if you want to fuck a dog, dog, you gotta go to Warren. Yeah, like how 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 ugly are the people in Warren? I mean, so fucking ugly. The epicenter of bestiality. (laughs) So this uh, is crazy. Want to go down there? Where did you find (laughs) this story, baby? Where did you find this story? This is crazy. 
I didn't find it. My brother had it. My brother had it. I think I'm gonna blame it on him. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's now. Yes, news now, Chip. Uh, what happened at this Rough Riders reunion show? Oh yeah, the DMX thing. Oh. Well, uh, I just read about it today. Like I wasn't there or anything. But um, apparently they had the 20 year reunion of the Rough Riders, which of course we all know was DMX's uh, label and clique that he started back in the 90s when he was the most famous fucking rapper in the world. And um, oh, yeah. so he had multiple people on that label, Eve and others. Eve was the only platinum selling artist I could name offhand. But they were all there. And to no do one's their heard thing. the song DMX. DMX, what's my name? Is a must hear for the <laughs> for how he raps. He's like, what's my name? Right. He's just like, right. my dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got that military chant like you were talking earlier. Yes, Ja Rule, and yeah, yeah, I was gonna get to that a little later. Uh, Ja Rule started this uh, military. Okay, so I guess he had this reunion show, and it turned the the attendance was quite a turnout. This place was packed, a big arena, and um, he came out like wasted on drugs and could barely stand up on stage, and was like stumbling through the words. And he was, like, so fucked up that fans in the front row were, like, concerned. Like, they weren't even bitching. They were, like, scared for him. I was oh, like, I have an awesome oh, audio. Oh, yeah? Here, Let's uh, check that out. We've acquired a couple audio clips of this. Maybe you go from like crack to heroin. I don't know what 
that guy's doing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to pick too much fun at him because I get, you know, that's a struggle. And I was a big uh, ODB fan who was a drug addict too. So, I, you know what I mean? I get it. Like, he's fucked up. But, man, you can't come out on stage like that. You, you know, a 20-year reunion show, you have to, you have to treat that with respect. He had a fall from grace after a fall from grace. That's hilarious. True, though. True. <laughs> yeah, celebrating 20 years. 20 years of excellence. <laughs> or was it about three wow. years of excellence? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. About three years of fucking platinum status and then a struggle from there. I don't think he did much after yeah. the movie. Remember, he was in the movie some action movie and like after that his shit went away you know who else had a fall from grace is the uh, band Creed <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh god yeah was... Creed Creed definitely had a fall from grace hardcore they fucking crashed and burned <laughs> can you sing can you can any Creed songs come to mind you think you can sing right off the top of your head well yeah yeah uh Remember that song uh, with legs wide open? It was like, yeah, remember that? It was like, with legs wide open under the sheets at night, I took off all my clothes and gave them everything with legs wide open. <laughs> remember? He's like, he's like, welcome to this place. I'll show you the cum stain. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dude, so like Creed, you were showing me an article earlier where Creed was actually voted uh, the worst band of the 90s. It was the top 10 list of worst bands of the 90s, and they were number one. Am I correct? Yeah, and this is from the very reputable people. You may have heard of them, everybody. Rolling Stone. <laughs> Rolling Stone yeah. magazine. Yeah. Well, what's Number funny one. about that is that's like they're like hated like Nickelback, except ten years earlier. So they're yeah, like, but, and, the, and, they were like Nickelback <laughs> before Nickelback. <laughs> they were the uh, what's the what's the word? Uh, uh, precursor, uh, but yeah, um, it, it gets worse than you think. Um, <laughs> as the article says, it's no surprise that Creed won this poll. It wasn't even close. This is a band so hated that their own fans sued them after a famously bad show in Chicago in 2003. <laughs> their own fans yeah. sued them. <laughs> yeah, now that's a bad show. I don't hear DMX getting sued yet. The Rough Riders, <laughs> the oh, yeah, fans yeah. are suing them. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And it gets better. <laughs> Frontman Scott Stapp. <laughs> Frontman Scott Stapp is so despised that when, <laughs> that when a video surfaced to him getting a blowjob next to Kid Rock, Kid Rock said he was mainly embarrassed because people learned he was hanging out with Scott Stapp. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't even care people seeing a dude getting a blowjob next to him. He was embarrassed that it was Scott Stapp. <laughs> yeah, somehow on YouTube last night I ended up on Kid Rock's performance from Woodstock in '99. <laughs> yeah. He comes out, you know, that pimp mink stuff, and then just <laughs> my name is Kid. <laughs> and 
And I was like, right. oh, I like this at the time because I, I like it now <laughs> compared to everything now. I'm like, Kid Rock looked like a man. <laughs> well, I ain't even hating. Like, it might not have been my cup of tea, really, but I know that Kid Rock came from Detroit and made it, like, the hard way on his own. He Like, he crossed paths with ICP way back when they were all kids trying to get signed. And went on a completely different path than everyone else and found his way with the rap rock thing and got signed without anybody's help. So it was like, I respect what he did and what he does and and whatnot, but it's not something I listen to. One more thing about Creed here that makes them worse than Nickelback. The band reformed in 2009 for a reunion tour. I think they made an album called Full Circle. (laughs) But their fans have moved on. Sales were so horrendous in Birmingham that tickets were lowered to 75 cents. <laughs> wow. Let me tell you what. I'm a fucking local musician, and I've never played a show where tickets were 75 cents. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. That was like the T-shirt guys going, well, okay, the show's going to be free. Well, how are we going to pay for our booth? Well, let's just fucking make them charge 75 cents and we can pay our booths off. And then they didn't pay the booths off. <laughs> That's crazy. I believe you have, That's a good point. You have more Nimi. to say about, uh, about uh, doing shows. Uh, we're going to give you the floor here in a few minutes to, to discuss something called paying to play. So you can explain to everybody. Uh, when you say things that you know that you've learned, what artists should stay away from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, me and you both are artists here in Columbus, um, and you know I've been an artist my whole life. I assume you have as well. I know you've got a, quite a catalog of music, quite a large I'm fucking catalog. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> Well, I know that when I, I mean, you helped me actually find my way and find the right people when I started out in the public and shit. So yeah, we are both artists, you know, and when, while you're out here playing these shows, you know, everybody knows that you're wanting to reach the most amount of people that you can. And a lot of times when you're playing small shows that are free to play, you can work your ass off and have some pretty good times and pretty good shows, but you can't hit that next level. You know, 100, 200 people are successful small shows, and, like, when you need that next level, you're trying to break into those bigger clubs with bigger numbers and bit and more pressure, and a lot of times they'll let you pay to play. If you haven't earned the right to do that, which, you know, you've got to be a hit-making band is undiscovered before you'll be – Earning the right to play these shows for free. I've only done it a few and times. For people that myself. don't know, for people that don't know that never like go to these things, like you say, the number 100, 200 people, and it may seem small to some, but we've been to plenty of shows where there's literally three people, <laughs> thirty. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> there's a lower level than that. With, yep. you, with you one night, and there was somebody on stage. I'm not going to name them, but I remember this. It was one of my favorite memories being out with you. This is an evolution. Yeah. Everybody was outside oh, yeah. like smoking, and someone was on stage, and you were like, oh, man, come on, everybody. Let's go in there. No one's even watching them. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think I remember that, trying to be nice. <laughs> um, I don't remember who it was. <laughs> I don't remember who it was, 
but I guess their name probably isn't important. But yeah, I mean, I've been that guy. I've I've played shows where my style of of lyrical hip hop, all mechanical lyrical fucking crazy shit I do, is just not the cup of tea of the feel of the show or the demographic of people in attendance. So like, I've bombed, you know. I I've played like around 200 shows, so there's no way I can have every show go great, you know. We've all done that, I think. But um, yeah, I'm one point for is, four. Yeah, you know, uh, it happens. The more often you do it, the more chance you have of having a shitty show. It happens out, you know. It's just like having a day at work. Everybody, you got good ones, you got bad ones, and there's no way to ever avoid having a bad day at work. You know, you're going to have it eventually. But point being, when you want to break into that next level out of the smaller clubs and you've got some backing and whatnot, you want to you want to get into the Al Rosa the Newport, you know, you want to get into the LC and play to these huge crowds. Well, they make you buy your way into that. You know, they'll give you a stack of tickets and make you pay cash for them up front. Or they'll give you a stack of tickets and you owe it day of show. But there's a minimum dollar amount that you got to come up with to play the show. And uh, whoever sells the most tickets gets a better slot. So some of these guys, you know, I'm not, I've, I've done it myself, and lots of people around me have done it. And so I've seen guys pay $1,200, $1,500 for a slot at a show with 500 people at it, you know. Uh, now, my whole point is pay-to-play is what this is called. You can buy onto a bigger show. We all know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you don't, listen up. This is your advice, all right? Pay-to-play is good if you are – if you have a crowd available that is perfect for your demographic, like this is the exact type and age range of people that love your shit. Okay. And you want that big, the biggest crowd that you can get of those people. Sometimes it's okay to pay a few hundred bucks to reach that crowd. If it's easier to get to that way, there's nothing wrong with that. My advice is, do not do it. Like I see bands out here that pay to play all these shows because they think if they continuously have their name on big flyers with big bands that they'll get picked up by somebody. But that's not the case. You're just going to pay your way through until you can't pay no more. And you're not going to get picked up that way. You know, uh, and it's true. I've seen it happen so much. Uh, and now, now don't. The, my point is, don't buy onto a show that isn't perfect for you. Don't buy onto some show where you just want to touch this crowd of people, or you want to give it a whole college try and see what you can do. You know, expect to uh, not do that well. You know, you get paid to play on a show that's a completely different genre than you, and you're you're going to have a bad show a lot of times. You know unless you have some special way to reach that different crowd. So my advice is don't buy onto every show because most promoters just want to take your fucking money and don't give a shit about you. Uh, only buy onto shows that are completely beneficial to you. That way the money you're putting out is used to the maximum. Otherwise you're throwing money in a fucking flaming barrel and, you know, sitting around waiting for it to burn out. So, that's what I really yeah, wanted uh, to say like, about. You know, like, uh, What's that? You have to know. You would have to know the uh, the environment. Like, I would say, 
go to the place you're performing at, like like uh, chase the place out like you're robbing a bank, see what kind of people are there, and be like, well, yeah, these people like you know this people clearly like country music, so I'm not gonna be able to come here with my hip hop and reach them. They're not gonna get my shit. <laughs> Like exactly. That's how I was at Kegzilla. Me and Sandman performed Kegzilla, all metal festival. We're the only rappers. <laughs> no, but no I've just, seen that. You know, I didn't have to pay to do that. <laughs> Sandman, Kegzilla. We got like free. It was the best parking and free food and free beer all day, so it was fine. But you know, nobody was gonna leave there. Like <laughs> we weren't making any moves <laughs> going to that venue to do that. Right. Stay out there and go for. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll give you my example. Like, I'll give you my example. I've played shows where, okay, once I, I bought on to a Bubba Sparks show. Okay, remember Bubba Sparks, Miss New Booty, Deliverance, all those platinum selling artists. Well, this is a white kid who's chubby, and uh, he raps. So I know every single person in his crowd will appreciate what I do. Because I'm a white kid and I'm chubby and I rap. You know what I mean? I have a totally different style, but nonetheless. Yeah. Um, You're not missing so new booty. <laughs> to buy onto that show, I actually didn't even have to pay to get on that show. I had a whole different deal going on. But had I had to pay, that would have been worth paying on to. You know, those were like 300 and up for those slots. All the way up 500 700 bucks to go on right before Boba Sparks. Um, that's a good investment. Everybody in that crowd can be touched by you. All right. But then there's been other shows where it's been, I opened for this group called the lax and they are like Southern, that country rap, the new, you know, country rap thing going on. Hmm. Hip Well, um, again, I had a deal going on with the promoter, so I didn't actually pay any cash or have to sell any tickets or anything. But those slots started at 250 bucks and went on up. And I came to that show going, damn, I've never heard of these guys. It's totally opposite genre of me. Um, so I'm glad I didn't pay to get on this one because I don't expect much out of it. And then when I got to the Al Rosa, I showed up a little bit late. When I got there, the fucking place was packed. The whole parking lot was full. Half the parking lot across the street was full. It was elbow to asshole madhouse in there, sold out show. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe it. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, who the fuck are the lax? And we get in there, and these guys got like 30 grand worth of shit sitting on stage under covers. Like they got a whole giant truck out back, plus a tour bus, plus a U haul, plus a van, and like 12 dudes. And I'm like, holy shit, okay. I get in there, and there's like 525 people there. The place is a fucking blanket of fans, you know what I mean? And that is an amazing crowd to play for. You know, when you get opportunities like that, it's worth paying to play, you know, because that's a bigger crowd than you could ever touch on your own. Um, But make sure the genre matches, because even though I played that giant show that night, I got a lot of fucking love, because I played guitar and shit, too, so that helped me cater to them a little. Uh, But... I didn't gain as many fans as you'd think. I gained more fans off the smaller Bubba Sparks show. So you, you only pay to play when it's worth it to you, and you're going to do your best. Do not pay to play a bunch of shows that don't even matter because they don't matter. 
Unless it's just a ton of people elbow to asshole, as you put it. <laughs> just, that'd be fine just for the experience of that. That's got to be a rush going in front of that. I ju- I got, I've done that twice, man. The two biggest shows ever I, the, for, that I've ever done were both at the Al Rosa, and they were both by hip-hop crowds for Mary Kaufman, who owns Columbus Events Group with a couple other people. Um, she was throwing that show, and I had a deal because I loaned her my DJ to DJ the show for her at a very low price. So I basically was getting on all her shows for free. And uh, <laughs> two of earlier you said uh, earlier you said I uh, well I didn't have to pay to get on this show myself. And I'm thinking like, damn, you know, like you must have had the dirt on or killed someone, or you sound like a mob boss or something. <laughs> <laughs> cool mystery. Let people think what they want. Yeah. No, but actually it was because I learned on my I, I learned my We have a new song. What's that? <laughs> we have a new song tonight. We have. You didn't bring a new song today, so we got to play a new song from a different artist, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. the name of Little Yachty. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ain't that the little maroon-headed kid with the uh, braids? Oh, yeah. He's a yeah, rising yeah. star. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> know. He's my fucking adult. He's on the Oh shit! Well, I don't know. Yeah, he's up. It's two minutes forty, two minutes forty-seven seconds. It's pretty short, but it's probably not short enough. I mean, what's this called? This is called Harley. Yeah, Jamie. Harley. It's the boat on my diamonds gobbling bling blow. The boat. <laughs> Harley, 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 Harley. Was a rapper. That's what it would sound like. 
<laughs> okay, that, uh, it's not even necessary to listen to the whole thing. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to miss anything else, and I can turn it off now. Yeah, no, nah. Shit. That made me sneeze, and I want to take a shit. Every... Oh, I feel good now. That just ruined my mood. Well, this is why you got like, to bring, bring a song for us to play. We're all punished. Right. <laughs> Have you seen I the show about freestyle, too? And little Yachty just killed my buzz, man. Why you do that? <laughs> this little motherfucker. But wait, wait, like, is that a song that you would like want to hear again? No, 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 no. I would not want. To... <laughs> 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 this is like waterboarding, Jamie. You're a monster. That's, this is what they. This is what Trump needs to play. <laughs> Guantanamo. Find a bitch in bar. Find a bitch in Barbie. And a bother heart. Can't nobody guard me now. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.